You are listening to We Woke Up Like This, a podcast dedicated to helping you live your best vibe and to help you answer the call to become the highest version of yourself that you can in this lifetime. I'm your host, Reverend Joya, and I am dedicated to the alleviation from suffering and to see the higher self awakened and expressed in every human being. This show shares real-life stories, real-life journeys, practical tools and tips, and my own journey, real, raw, and authentic, of what I am going through to embody my highest version of myself that's calling me forward in this never-ending process. Thank you for joining me. Enjoy the show. Hello, lights and souls. This is Joya here for a weekly broadcast podcast on We Woke Up Like This. As I continually venture on this journey of awakening and exploring what that means. I have been really surprised to discover that spiritual awakening is an embodiment process. (laughs) And the more that I've come home to my body, the more awakened I feel. It's an interesting paradox because I know I'm not the body. I'm not the thoughts. I'm not the self that self identifies (laughs) and I'm a nafsha, a soul having and using a human experience and the human experience matters. So the more that I can be in my body, the more awakened I can be to the present moment and in tune and in touch with my own intuition, listening to it because I trust myself. So I shared about my journey of getting in touch with my little self, I think. I shared that on my last podcast. I'm in a very weird time warp. Are you guys in a time warp too? Like time has gotten all funky for me. But what I wanted to share this week is after I've been, you know, I've been doing this womb work, which I was very surprised as I've been diving into my sacral chakra in the month of April and have opened it, awakened it, feeling into it so much so that my voice even sounds different because it's coming from an even deeper place within me that it's coming now from my womb space. And when I was chanting the other day, I really felt the vibration of my voice coming from my womb from my sacral chakra, which they always say your sacral chakra is connected to your throat chakra, right? So there you go. (laughs) I experienced it. And what I experienced this week is what I want to talk about today. And it is our divine masculine and divine feminine energies in our body, how we have both divine feminine and divine masculine energies in our body, what that looks like in the body, how it shows up in the body, and how we experience it in the body. And in particularly, what happens if you didn't have role models for the divine masculine and the divine feminine. And what does it look like for you to create them then? So we did this exercise 
I did this with my mentor in a group. It was a meditation. And what she had us do was have our masculine side of our body talk to our feminine side of our body. And then, of course, have our feminine side of our body talk to our masculine side of the body. And it was in that exercise that I recognized and realized the toxic masculinity within my own body. Hmm. <laughs> so the feminine aspects of the body are intuitive, receptive, reflective, resilient, strong, empathetic, compassionate. It's our magnetic energy. It's our supportive energy. It can be vulnerable, authentic. It's the flowing nature of life, our fluidity, going with the flow, being open, trusting, surrendered to that present moment. It's our creative energy. And when it's wounded, it's insecure, needy, codependent, inauthentic, overly emotional, hypersensitive, victim mindset, fake and then the divine masculine in our body, when it's healthy, is supposed to be present and non-judgmental support system. Very disciplined, focused, logical, confident. The fierce protector. Honesty, has integrity, has boundaries, and offers that security and stability and structure and responsibility that the divine feminine means needs. And when it's toxic, it's controlling, it's aggressive, it's withholding, it's avoiding, it's competitive, it's abusive, it's unstable, it's non-committal, it's irresponsible. Right? It stays like it's a child. And I was thinking, you know, as I was doing this meditation and talking to my, you know, having the masculine side talk to the feminine side, that the, the feminine side, it was supposed to say to the feminine side, I've got you. I'm your support. You can trust me. I'm stable. I'm here to hold you up so that you can be all you are meant to be, all you are supposed to be. Everything you're supposed to be in this world, who you're supposed to show up as. And perhaps that's what I'm sitting in now is the, is the processing of this because this was just the other day. So the masculine energy is this protective, active, expansive, giving, doing energy. And the feminine energy is this receptive, contractive, intuitive, inward, flowing, being energy. And when the two meet in our body, in our own body, it creates this inner fuel to act in the world. So what happens when we have no parent and maybe I'm an extreme example of this, not having a father or a mother, 
to demonstrate divine feminine and what that looks like or divine masculine and what that looks like. So there's a negative to that, obviously, but there's also a positive to that because I'm rather unconditioned. And that means that since I didn't have that as a role model, I have no conditioning there. What I do have is two inner children who tried to figure it out on their own without any guidance or governance whatsoever. Mm. And so those wounds show up as, a, in, as the feminine. The wounded feminine within shows up as low self-worth, afraid to speak up, afraid to speak your truth, willing to set aside your own needs, your own wants, your own values for somebody else hyper attached to everybody and everything can be really manipulative stuck in your own emotions your own sorrows victim mindset everything's personal everything's about you waiting to be saved the classic cinderella or or disney princess story period right they're all waiting to be saved they're they're all toxic feminine someone save me and the masculine energy, the toxic masculine energy is critical, emotionally unavailable, totally not available, controlling, reactive, selfish, egoic, prideful, totally stuck in the mind, intellectualizing and analyzing everything, and is utterly afraid of failure. So when these two things show up in life, when we haven't had any guidance and we have inner children, can you see the recipe for disaster this is and why so many people are stuck and can stay stuck? Because it's so easy to stay stuck in it because you just don't know and you don't know what you don't know. And you don't know that you have, and let's not even call it toxic. Let's call it ignorant or uneducated. Didn't, you don't know what you don't know. And if you have this wounded little girl in you and the wounded little boy in you, because we have both, which one shows up? And for me, my masculine always showed up so much more in my, I have to do, I need my to-do list. I have to take action. I'm just like action for action's sake, movement for movement's sake. Doing for doing's sake, keeping busy. This toxic masculine energy is this glorification of busyness. And sacrificing what I really want. So it's this inner turmoil <laughs> that happens. And so as I've been sitting with this, I was sitting with the, you know, the, the, the truth of this and how it's manifested and is still manifesting in my life in this energy But when we awaken, and, and when we awaken talking about an awakening, it happens in the body because we're awakening these energies within us that already are, are there, they exist. The divine feminine exists within us, and so does the divine masculine exist within us. So the woman who awakens honors her truth. She knows her worth. She honors her creativity. 
she inspires other people to shine. She's not intimidated by other people's growth or what they're up to. She embodies her divine feminine energy. She's kind to herself. She's gentle. She has boundaries. She's unapologetically herself. How beautiful is that? And the man, the masculine energy, is present, aware, structured, discerning, decisive, takes action on purpose, in purpose, on purpose. It's so beautiful. And so I think I'm really in this space. Actually, I know I'm really in this space now of looking at this inside of me because I'm like, wow, how has my lack of a father shown up in my life? Especially now as I'm awakening more and more of my divine feminine energy, being in the flow, trusting my creativity, trusting my intuition, speaking my truth, having really strong boundaries, activating my um, compassion and empathy for other people, which I've always had, but I always just kind of locked it inside. And now it's very much outward and being able to hold space in that, in that love, that open, accepting love of what is. And so my divine masculine within is what needs the work. Because I've always thought that my doing, my ability to get so much done was this wonderful quality. And it actually really is. But to harness it with being able to get a lot done with total purpose and intention behind it, with the discipline, with integrity, aligned with my values, that there's clear no's and clear yeses. I hope this is of value to somebody out there like it has been to me. And for those of you who have amazing fathers, say thank you that they taught you those boundaries and the discipline and the, the not fearing taking risk, knowing that you've got your own back, that you are a support for yourself, that you are a stable support for your own inner beingness. And this is what I'm cultivating and sitting with and contemplating on this Friday, April 28th, is this energy and this knowing. And then also finding the beauty of the gift that I have these spaces inside me that have not been conditioned because they've just been operating in an unknowing mode of operation that they've just kind of been on autopilot. But now I can look at it and look at the energy and and see, right? And like, oh, what's what's the energy kicking up? What am I doing? What am I thinking? What am I feeling? What am I experiencing in this moment? What's it driving me to do, to say, to be? And I'm really feeling this love, this really profound sense of really deep self-love. And then also profound gratitude that I might not have had a father around, but my grandfather, 
On my mom's side, I absolutely adored him. And he's gone. He's been gone for a while now. I think 18 years. But his impact, I didn't realize how impactful his impact was on me. That he was an entrepreneur. He was a go-getter. He took care of his family. He was successful. He was funny. Everybody loved him. He was a great guy. He was kind and thoughtful. He had very strong boundaries. He took no crap. And he was just very loving and nurturing. Very loving and nurturing man. And I tune into that energy of, of him externally and I feel that energy inside of me internally. That entrepreneurial spirit, that drive, the fearlessness of risk-taking. In alignment with a bigger vision, with a bigger picture. In support of the inner self, right? So I'm, this is... This is really powerful for me, and I hope it's powerful for you to come into this understanding of this, because I certainly was never told this or taught this. And I like to share my discoveries in this process of awakening, and especially because it is an embodiment process. It is coming home to the body. And I'm so grateful to have all of the mindfulness training that I have and how it's all just kind of circling back around in being utilized in a much more powerful way, a much more intentional way to be present, to stay in the present moment and to tune into that cauldron that's happening now within me that I've activated my, or I'm activating, I should say, my divine masculine and divine feminine energies that as they move together in my body, they create this cauldron of of fuel that gives me this fuel to act and to not feel stuck, to not feel afraid, to not feel uncertain, to not feel overwhelmed, but to feel in purposeful action. And I've always said like my husband is very much the masculine, very manly man, very masculine, but he's also so nurturing and supportive of me, protective of me that he does hold the space and create the space for me to thrive and flourish and to be all that I can be, everything that I am, who I am. He's like my number one champion of that. What a blessing. And so this energy is not just outside, it's also inside. And when we have these energies working now in fueling the body, it becomes the energy that catapults you forward, that moves you forward, that drives you forward in your day, in the moment that you're in, to make choices with what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what you're saying, what you're doing, who you're being. And because we're always in a constant state of change, we're in a constant state of transformation, it makes complete and total sense to participate in that transformation 
and to not be asleep and sleepwalking through this transformation. So if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling uncertain, if you're feeling fearful, if you're afraid of taking a risk, tune into the masculine, divine masculine and divine feminine energy in you and look at it and ask if it's toxic or if it's healthy. Because it's all inside of us. And then to begin to heal it, to begin to work with it, to begin to allow our softer energy now to come in into our, from our spirit, from our nafsha, from our higher self, to flow down and in, in the body. What vibration of consciousness do you want animating your body and using these energy centers of the body? to live into a vision, to live into an ideal self, to live into our potential. We have so much potential. Anything we want to do, we can do. But it's just a matter of if we have the inner ability to hold and create the space to do it. So that's all I wanted to share on this week's episode is this realization that I had on this journey of awakening that I'm on, moving a little bit further up the mountain. (laughs) And if you are in Arizona, I would love to invite you to the Sedona Yoga Festival this weekend. I am so honored to be a presenter there, and I will be presenting on Sunday at 1 p.m., in the Sonic Sanctuary. And we're doing a Raise Your Voice, Raise Your Vibration workshop that's going to be activating the third eye for your vision and your intention. And then a little sound bath just to sit in that vibration and then tuning in to that throat chakra and the heart chakra all together, connecting with our third eye, with our vision, and singing it out. It's going to be a really powerful, really beautiful session. Very excited. So you can get your tickets for that at SedonaYogaFestival.com. And I will have my schedule up on my website for courses, classes, and meditations in May. And May is Mental Health Month. And nothing helps your mental health better than meditation. And I have such fun ways to do that. So I invite you to check that out at vibology.com, V-I-B-O-L-O-G-I-E.com. And if you're in Sedona and you heard that on the podcast, I would love for you to come over and say hello. All right, lights and souls, I hope you found this helpful. Sending so much love. See you next week. Thank you for listening to We Woke Up Like This. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listened to this podcast. And feel free to send me an email, joya at vibology, V-I-B-O-L-O-G-I-E dot com for any questions, comments, or if you want to be a guest on the show. Wishing you a blessed day. Bye.